you know, I still know I have a lot to go through and I'm like, okay, one step at a time, you can do hard things and then success for the run, keep at a pace that you don't stop. That's it. That's all you think about. And then as I was coming up the hill, Angelina, you can do hard things. It was maybe I was, you know, walking in slow motion, who knows what was happening, but I just kept at a speed and kept reminding myself and, you know, it, it all happened. And so I think that was a big thing. And I often visualize, I'm like, imagine how proud you're going to be of yourself when you keep this commitment to yourself and you follow through. Welcome to the Say Yes to Life podcast. Here at CrossFit Advantage, we believe that life is a team sport where every person, no matter who you are, is the most valuable player in the game. We strive to be humble, hungry, happy, and helpful, and our mission is to improve quality of life through health, fitness, community, and connection. All right, team, welcome back. This is mini episode number three of our Success Sunday series, all about doing hard things. I'm excited to be back with Angelina and talking about embracing discomfort. So Angelina, welcome back. All right, first question is, what's something hard that you've done that you never previously thought you'd be able to do, you can do now? And what strategies or mindset shift did it take to get there? Yeah, so for me, I mean, there's been so many, especially that are tied to CrossFit. It's been interesting even talking to my family and talking about, oh, I was doing rope climbs today, or, you know, we were going upside down. And they're just like, we never thought Angelina would be doing CrossFit out of all activity. Um, And it's been such a perfect match uh, for me. So I think one major thing that I love that I've continued to make a priority for is uh, looking at the progressions that I have with some of the movements and every year being able to challenge myself a little bit more and get that much closer to what my new record is for myself for that year. So those hard things for me would be rope climbs. I remember how hard it was for my first rope climb. And now I'm able to a couple of times get up the rope or, you know, pull-ups or toes to bars or even walking on the wall. I have vertigo. So upside down is just a no-go for me. And I've during the open have done a couple of those that I was again, so proud of myself because I see the progression from where I started in CrossFit to now. And all of that again is ties to start by starting. I started CrossFit thinking, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? These people talk a different language. I don't know any of these movements. People are throwing their weights around. Music is pretty cool what is all of this tied together, right? And so I'm like, I can do hard things. Reflecting back more than four years now that I've started CrossFit, that I can do hard things. And every year I can put a new definition of what hard means to me. And I can chip away at that next progression and get better and then see that improvement. 
I love hearing that, Angelina. So when did that shift happen for you? So when you first came to the gym, you may have been overwhelmed by all these barbells being thrown around, loud music, and people almost speaking a different language. Like at what point did you go from kind of like, oh, I can't to, oh, wait, I can. Yeah. When did, when and how did that mindset shift happen? You know, it, um, first it was keeping a commitment to myself and that's really important. Uh, Rachel Hollis was the one that first I heard from that talked about how we are very likely to keep promises to other people, but when it comes to ourselves, we often fail at keeping promises to ourselves. And so when I took the on-ramp class and I kept a commitment to myself and actually finished the entire um, on-ramp course, I was like, okay, there's something here. Then you get introduced to the class. And I think that was the mindset shift. When you surround yourself with people that are doing CrossFit as if it's just, this is, they were born and this is what they've started, you know, to do on, you're like, oh, this is like the new, not a bar, but like, this is a standard. This is how people do this. And so in my community, for instance, when you get pregnant, you do not do any workout. Like you are to be, you know, very careful and maybe go on walks and that's about it. Well, my new community was telling me that you can modify things and you can still move your body through um, pregnancy. And that was so cool. That was a complete mindset shift of that is not, you know, maybe that's normal somewhere else, but that doesn't have to be it for me. Right. And so my mindset started shifting when I worked out all through my pregnancy with Aria. And then that became the norm when I was pregnant with Ethan. It's like, well, no doubt, of course you work out. This is great for overall movement of my body. But most importantly, it was amazing for my mental well-being because I had something to do. If it was a stressful day, I was able to channel my energy and I had an outlet and that was CrossFit. And so I think anytime with mindset shift, even when you dream big, when you're in a room with people that have crazy dreams and that's just a standard for them you're like these are my people this is who i need to surround myself with and so crossfit people are crossfit advantage family they are my people i love being able to come and meet new people and then there's some that are just so experienced and they're just doing these movements that i'm like wow what more can i do in tweaking my progression to get closer to doing something rx and so um that's the mindset shift i think when you start surrounding yourself with people that dream big that have a different standard of what they want out of life that makes you question of what am I settling for that maybe I need to raise my standard and surrounding yourself with people really helps you do that. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that Angelina, because I think it is easy to stay kind of in our comfort zones. Like for example, when you were pregnant, you were talking about the previous community. Like if, if you had been, you know, pregnant without being in the CrossFit community, you may have just gone on walks and like, that's what you would have done. But so much of reaching our goals comes from surrounding ourselves with people who are doing amazing things. And I feel like when you put yourself in that environment, like you become a product of your environment and you become empowered, like and inspired by others and empowered 
to do more than you ever thought capable of. So I love that story. I still think that is one of the coolest things in the entire universe is seeing women CrossFit through pregnancy. We will have to do a whole nother episode on that. Okay. Next question is when you're in a place of deep discomfort, whether it's at the gym or problem solving at work, what motivates you to push through to the other side? Yeah, for me, growth is what really pushes me. Um, I keep hearing, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. And for me, seeking discomfort has been like, if you really think about it, like overall mentally, I just strive for growth. And so that really helps me uh, push myself. And a lot of it is just self-talk of going through 10 hero wads and, and doing that, right? A lot of that is just reminding myself I can do hard things and then being able to really visualize through how it will feel like when I'm able to push through. So those are a couple of things that um, really help me. But yeah, the main thing is just, hey, uh, you can do hard things. You can do hard things. I have to sometimes tell that to myself multiple times uh, before we start an activity. But a lot of it too, what motivates me is just being able to focus on the step in front of me and not the entire maybe journey ahead. Sometimes it's exciting to dream, but sometimes it's also overwhelming and maybe a bit scary, but I'm able to do that and then say, okay, what's the one thing? What's one thing that I can do today? Again, that's in my control. What's that one step forward that I can make? And that really motivates me once I set realistic goals for myself is reaching that. And I feel like I'm gaining momentum and then I'm able to take the next step and the next step after that. Yeah, that makes me think about a chipper workout. So Mm -hmm. say that you're going to do Murph for the first time unpartitioned. You're going straight through one mile run. 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, another mile run. That amount of volume just seems Mm -hmm. incomprehensible. But really just you got to keep chipping away. You don't don't just do the work all at once. Like you do one rep at a time. Take a breath. Do another rep. You know, you – you know, it doesn't, ha- you don't have to think about it like all at once, like just yeah. keep putting one foot in front of the other. Um, and with that positive self-talk, I really love, like, I heard you say it at the gym one day, you were like, I can do hard things. I can do hard things. I think yeah. you had just come back from your month in Florida and you're like, I could see just the pain and discomfort on your face, but you're like, I can do hard things. And I thought that was the funniest thing, but also like so motivating too, because now I tell myself that all the time. Like when I'm overwhelmed and I'm in deep discomfort, I tell myself like, you can do hard things. And something that I will never forget was doing um, one of the open workouts earlier this year. And Courtney was my judge. And I think it was that repeat of 17.1. It was like the dumbbell snatches and burpees over the box. If uh, you remember that one, it's hard to forget, but I was really struggling. And Courtney goes, you're not in pain. You're just uncomfortable. And that totally shifted it for me. Like from that moment on, I was like, whoa, like I can do this. Yeah. It, it feels painful, but really it's not, it's not pain. Like this is a privilege to get to do this. So I just tell myself like, you're not in pain. You're just uncomfortable. So, or like what Cody says, like, having a military background, like when you want to complain during a workout, like no one's shooting at you, you know, like you have it so good. So I think that positive self-talk and just kind of like reframing 
pain as just discomfort can be really powerful. Mm-hmm. Are there any other mantras that you tell yourself while we're on that topic that help you get through hard things? Um, no, I mean, the main thing is I literally a lot of the stuff that I share when we chat are things that I, you know, test myself on first before I share it with anyone else. And for me, it's telling myself you can do hard things really allows me to reshift and, um, kind of what, what overall I'm focusing on. And then once I reshift what I'm focusing on, I'm like, okay, I can do that. And a couple of times of the hero workouts, I, I do not complain, but I tell you a couple of times during the heat, I just wanted to cry. And I was like, what is wrong with you, Angelina? <laughs> For and real. <laughs> one where, um, there was, I think it was the four mile one. There was the two miles up front that I was already mentally preparing myself for. There was the scene. Yeah, exactly. And then there was the run after. And so I'm in the sandwich middle part doing it. And I'm like, hot. You know, I still know I have a lot to go through. And I'm like, okay, one step at a time, you can do hard things. And then success for the run, keep at a pace that you don't stop. That's it. That's all you think about. And then as I was coming up the hill, Angelina, you can do hard things. It was maybe I was, you know, walking in slow motion, who knows what was happening. But I just kept at a speed and kept reminding myself and, you know, it it all happened. And so I think that was a big thing. And I often visualize, I'm like, imagine how proud you're going to be of yourself when you keep this commitment to yourself and you follow through. And so ability to even like visualize me laying on the floor of CrossFit, I'm like, imagine how like, you can feel when you're on that floor and it's going to be, you can breathe and <laughs> you feel like your head is a rocket and just wants to fly away. But uh, some of that just, just there's something that it just gives you that extra, you know, push that you need to finish. Um, and so those are a couple of things. I, I know there's so many things that you can say. I just keep it simple to whatever is relatable to me. So, you know, for me, that's, you know, you can do hard things, whatever that is for you, make that something that again, when you're feeling, you know, discomfort, or you're trying to step out of your comfort zone, something that you can tell yourself that kind of triggers things um, emotionally a bit that um, really, yeah, really shifts a lot for me. And I'm like, okay, let's go. That's kind of the second win that I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I love those mantras and yeah, you have to pick, pick ones that actually resonate with you. Like if you, if you're saying something to yourself and you don't really believe it, like, you know, it's not really going to get you anywhere, but like whatever it is, you know, that you have to tell yourself to push through, like find that phrase, find that mantra and Mm -hmm. find what works for you. Um, also I, I feel like we have so many pictures of you laying on the ground after a workout. I want to make like a whole montage, like collage of like Angelina, like she did, she pushed through, she did the hard things. I love it. Okay. On the flip side, uh, last question. I want to talk about giving yourself grace when you just cannot keep pushing through. So maybe doing so is becoming a detriment to your health. At what point is it okay to let go and give yourself a break? Mm-hmm. Yeah, grace is this beautiful thing because it involves intuition. And sometimes we even talk about like listening, the importance of listening to your body. Um, and many of us push ourselves in various areas if we're macro counting or working out, you know, six times a week or whatever that is. Um, grace allows us to have that intuition into 
okay, there's some change that's happening. I don't necessarily understand what is going on, but it really grace is for the point of serving a purpose versus serving shame, right? So whatever that reflection is, it's not that, oh, bummer, I can't do this anymore. And I'm going to beat myself up over this decision over and over again. Grace is a space that you walk into and you're like, okay, a few things have changed. It's not the same how it was maybe yesterday or a year ago, but what again can I do today that's in my control? And changing some of that definition, some of the goals probably I had for myself when I was 19 years old is not the same goals I'm setting for myself, you know, when I'm in my 30s. Some of you think I'm in my 20s still. Um, so <laughs> you're you're always 22 in my heart, Angela. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Grace is this, yeah, beautiful space that I try to live um, in more as a type A personality. I don't uh, live in the space a lot, but over the years, uh, especially having kids too, I've been living in that space of, okay, what are some things that I just need to redefine my definition of success for? And that's okay. That doesn't mean that I failed. Um, so I guess that's the first Yeah. Thing. Could you give an example of a time where you had to have grace with yourself and maybe pull back a little bit instead of pushing through? Yeah. I mean, the, the main thing it was knowing what my body was capable of lifting and doing before pregnancy and then changing and adjusting things throughout pregnancy, right? That's, that was big, right? I, I knew what I was capable for. I felt like everything was the same, but then, you know, you have this beautiful miracle growing um, in you and you're not able to do burpees or not able to, you know, lift as heavy because your body's just feeling different. And so in those kind of cases, I just came every day and I'm like, let's see how I'm going to feel today. Some days I was like pushing through and PRing certain things. I'm like, where did this energy and the strength come from? And then other days I will come and I'm like, this is a complete for quality day. My body needs it. I'm, I'm getting that intuition uh, of just, I need some rest. And other times I've also pushed myself to a degree that I needed to take, you know, more than one day off a week to just let my body reset and do what it needs to do. And um, I think more of us just need to be more in tune of what it means to listen to your body um, because it's smart and it does a lot of stuff on its own and doesn't need our help. And so sometimes when we push over the top, it's signaling certain things that we just need to say, okay, I need to, you know, go on a walk. One of the favorite things right now is even when we host families to come over, um, we'll eat dinner. And then I'm like, you guys want to go on a walk? That That's my thing, right? I'm like, let's get out. Let's not just settle on the couch. Um, let's get out and just do a couple of circles around the neighborhood. Kids can get on the scooters. We can walk and it allows us to enjoy the beautiful weather outside. And so um, those are just a couple of things that stand out to me. I love that. And what you said about pulling back a little bit and realizing, you know, some days are quality days and sometimes you just need to go for that walk. I think that ties back in with our core value here at CFA of humble because some days it's tempting to be like, oh, I just want to go all out. I want to RX the workout and I want to be the fastest. I want to, you know, yeah, I want to be the fastest. And, but some days you have to take a step back and let your ego step aside and in the name of humility, like do what's best for you. And yes, like the overall goal is, you know, of 
CrossFit is supposed to be high intensity, but that doesn't mean that there are some days that are, you know, some just days where it's just, you're just going to move and take care of yourself. So I, yeah. A lot of the times I was going to say too, um, when those days do happen, our mind sometimes thinks that's like that that's how it's going to be for the rest of your life. And it's not. And realistically, we have to tell ourselves, hey, today is just for quality day. I'm going to move. I'm going to do my best at what I'm doing. And maybe I need to scale significantly more. But that doesn't mean that that's, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and months and months on end. Sometimes you feel like when you're taking that step to just listen to your body, it's as if it's going to be like that forever. And it's not, right? You're able to do some of that reflection, come another day, get your rest, get your water, get your sleep. And then you're able to say, okay, you know, today I can do a little bit more. I can load it up. And then when you surround yourself with other people, when you are feeling great, then they're able to say, Hey, I think you can do another two and a half on each side. Let's give that a try. And then you, you're feeling like your body is allowing for some of that. And then you step in and you do that. Right. So it's not forever when you take certain um, adjustments that you got to make. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's okay to have some days where we're really pushing through, we're telling ourselves you can do hard things, you can do hard things. But also, I think it's important to have some days where we say you can give yourself grace to take a rest day. You can just move for today. I love whenever we have a strength piece, it's like we're building to a heavy for today, right? Always be like checking in with your body and kind of doing what's best for you. So Angelina, thank you so much for your time today and all of your wisdom you've just dropped on us. Um, everyone listening, Angelina is your friend. She is a beautiful role model to have here. And so don't be afraid to approach her, reach out. Um, she has been such a good role model for me and she is a great example of living with intention. And so we are excited to see you soon and wishing you all the best. All right, Angelina, thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Bye.